Season 3, Episode 11, the one where I share four questions that will give you better results. Hey, I'm Janelle Minow, and I'm obsessed with joy, fun, and helping you navigate this messy and magical thing called midlife. I'm a midlife plus woman who broke out of struggle, took a leap from my professional career, grew a successful business, found Mr. Right, and learned to love on purpose. I'm here to teach you the tried and true secrets to releasing what's keeping you stuck and struggling so you can build a joyful life you adore. Here we'll tackle the fun but sometimes hard things, money, business, career, relationships, health, purpose, love and loss are all topics we'll cover. So pull up a chair and welcome to the Joy, Self Mastery and Living a Limitless Life podcast. you all. I hope you're having a great week. Welcome to the podcast and thanks for tuning in. I am getting this recorded and then I'm off to the dentist. Doesn't that sound like a lot of fun? I'd much rather be here with you guys. So I'm glad you're here with me and I always appreciate that you're taking your time out to listen to what I have to say and hopefully it is giving you some value in your goals in your life. So today I want to talk about questions. And I want to give you some questions that I use in my own self-coaching and with clients that give me clarity and move me towards the best outcome and inspire me to show up as a greater version of myself, which is always my goal. I always say that we're not becoming something different we're just unfolding a different version, right? So here we go. Questions are powerful. They reveal the thoughts we think and they tell our brains where to focus. We're asking ourselves questions all day long on autopilot, not even realizing that we are asking them and how it impacts the outcome of what we're questioning. If we ask negative questions, we're going to get negative answers. For example, if you are asking yourself, why isn't this working? Why can't I do this? Then you're going to get a lot of thoughts around that. And they're probably thoughts that aren't going to move you forward. But if you ask, how is this working? You change the direction of your thoughts to what is working. And that is going to get you more traction. When we ask a question, our brain goes to work searching for the answers, and those answers will reveal the quality of the questions you ask and where your mind is focused. So I want to share with you a few of my favorite questions to ask that I ask myself on a regular basis and that I ask my clients continually. And these questions will get you traction. So the first one. What am I making this mean? This question came straight from my life coach school training, and it has been so useful to me. I use it in so many situations, primarily in relationships, but also in my business. When something's not working, I might say to myself, what am I making this mean that this is hard or that I can't figure this out? 
And I can definitely think of lots of examples here, but I'm just going to keep it simple and give you an example that I'm sure has happened in my relationship with my husband over the last 20 years at some point. But if I invite my husband on a date and he says he wants to clean out the garage, which he kind of likes to do that, I might make it mean that he doesn't want to spend time with me. And when I share what I'm thinking or feeling with him, he says, and he genuinely means that he wants some space playing out in the garage, that he wants to get things organized. He's kind of an organizer. And it really has nothing to do with not wanting to spend time with me. But that's sometimes, not so much anymore, but that's where my brain used to go a lot. It's something about me. But when I ask the question, what am I making this mean? I might get the answer of, you're making it mean he doesn't want to spend time with you. You're making it mean that he doesn't enjoy spending time with you, whatever it is. And just like the example I just gave about the business, if I'm trying to write a podcast and putting together an outline and it's taking me a really long time and I can't seem to, I have like writer's block. I can ask myself, what am I making this mean? If somebody else says something to me and it feels hurtful or disappointing or I might get angry, I can ask myself, what am I making this mean? And that's just going to tone it all out down. And then I can go to the answer, which probably isn't what my brain is going to offer me to start. So that's a great question. The next question I love to ask, and I do this one a lot too, is, is it true? And this is probably my favorite of all. It is actually several parts, but I'm just going to be sharing a couple questions here. And this question actually comes from the work of Byron Katie, if you've heard of Byron Katie. And she actually calls it the work. So if you search Byron Katie, the work, then you'll find out she offers a worksheet with some different questions on it. But she starts with asking the question, is it true? And this is really gold. So in thinking about the question I had in the last example, when I'm asking my husband if he wants to go on a date with me, and he says, no, I want to clean my garage. And I ask myself, what am I making that mean? I'm making it mean he doesn't want to spend time with me. Then I can ask, is that true? And I'm probably going to say, no, that's not true. He just wants to clean the garage. But I don't even have to have the question, what am I making this mean first? It just pairs well with that question. But in any situation, I can just ask, is it true? Hey, sometimes I help my daughter with homeschooling on Zoom a little bit. And sometimes I get on there and everybody seems a little bit grumpy, which I get. And I might make meaning of something that has nothing to do with me. And I can just ask the question, is it true? Now, a great follow-up question that she offers when I ask, what am I making this mean? And my brain answers. And I ask, is it true? Our brains don't always offer us the most useful thoughts. So when I ask, is it true? 
I get a chance to answer versus just assuming what I'm thinking is correct. I can reflect and consciously decide if it really is true. If I were to have asked this in the scenario above, the answer would have been no, it's not true, because I know he doesn't ever think that. I was just feeling disappointed, and remember, when we ask a question, we will get an answer, and my brain just wanted to make it about me. So if your answer is, yes, it is true, then your next job is to ask if it is 100% true without a shadow of a doubt. In either case, whether it's a no, it's not true, or a yes, it is true, a yes, it is 100% true, you can write out three to five other things that might be true, okay? Our brains lie to us a lot because they're always in protective mode. This process reveals the truth, and just like any other question, you are going to get clarity and better understanding and outcome when you ask these kind of questions. The third question I love to ask is, what would... And then I want you to insert an emotional energy that you want to experience here. Do. So the energy and emotion that we feel drives all of our actions. And the best part of this is that you don't have to wait for anything outside of you to change to feel differently. You can just choose an emotion. So here's some examples. What would curiosity do in this situation? What would courage do? In other words, if I feel courage, courageous right now, what would that do in this situation? What would love do? What would compassion do? What would confidence do? What would you want to feel in this circumstance? What energy do you want to bring to the situation? If you felt that emotion, what would change? What would you be doing or not doing? that's different from current, what you're currently doing or not doing. Okay, number four, and this is the last one I want to share. What would the highest version of me do? The highest version of ourselves is connected to spirit, to God, to source, to whatever you want to call it. And she is always coming from a place of confidence, love, understanding, certainty, joy, harmony, faith, abundance, and so much more. She responds versus reacting. Like she slows things down and she asks better questions. She leverages the power of emotion. She has her back, meaning that we don't make the pain worse. Okay, so you can ask that question. What would the highest version of me do? All right, so let's just recap these questions. The first one is, what am I making this mean? The second one, is it true? And if the answer is yes, asking, is that 100% true? And then writing out three to five other possibilities of what's true. The third one is, what would blank do? And you're inserting an emotion into that blank. What would confidence do? What would clarity do? Number four, what would the highest version of me do? If you aren't sure about the highest version of you, you can check out my podcast from April 5th, Defining Your True Self, and that will help you get some clarity around that. But all of these are empowering questions versus closed questions. 
Close questions close you off from possibility and your best outcomes. Let yourself linger with these questions as you're in the shower or driving. And don't try and rush for the answer. The answer will come. Be curious about it. Don't judge. All right, that's what I've got for you today. I would love, love, love if you would leave a rating for me and share the podcast. If you think it was valuable, if you think other people would enjoy listening to, I would love for you to share it. All right, have a great rest of the week. I'm over here celebrating you because you just finished another episode of the Joy, Self-Mastery, and Living a Limitless Life podcast. Thanks for listening. If you got value from this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, share, rate, and review. We can help even more people just like you. Now, go out and live your limitless life.